Our next game up, we have the Colts at the Steelers. What a game this is expected to be. We have the Steelers plus two points at home after this game opened. Colts plus three. I was so mad with myself. I was going to bet Colts plus three, and I thought, no, I'll hold off. Should have done it. Would have found a five-point middle to be able to make some serious cash. The total is sitting at 45 with two very good defenses. Surprisingly, I like the over. I thought we would disagree this week because this is one of my favorite games and favorite bets of the week. I think the Steelers have the talent. They've been not playing as well in offense as they should. And I think their defense has been overachieving, but has seen some injuries lately, especially to their linebacking core. So I can see the Colts being able to take advantage of some situations. The Colts offense has been pretty consistent in their scoring. They have a very, very good kicker. So even playing Heinz Field in December, 40-degree day, I think – Second half especially, there's going to be points in this game. It's not going to be a keep it tight. Steelers are going to look to get a little momentum going into the playoffs and really air it out as the running game hasn't been great. The Colts, it doesn't matter who they go against. I think they have so many weapons and the offensive line is so good that their floor is just so high that you got to hit the over. The spread right now, I don't like the minus on the Colts. I, I'm just going to stay away from it. As you said before, there's great value early, although I still might get on there. We'll have to see. So the key to this game is going to be the rushing attack. The Steelers' run game has been horrific. They did okay with Benny Snell last week up against the worst run defense in the league. Sorry, second worst. Forgot about the Cowboys. But with James Conner is expected to come back, and that's going to give a lot more validity to this rushing attack. Even though I'm not a James Conner fan, I think he's going to be able to come in and at least threaten that run game a lot more and open up that play-action pass. The last few weeks, Ben has not been able to get that play-action pass going, and that is why the passing attack has fell short. The Colts' run game over the last few weeks with Jonathan Taylor has been incredible. Taylor looks like all the promise he had coming out of the draft. You look at the Steelers' run defense. That has been amazing all season up until about three weeks ago when they started leaking yards, touchdowns, receptions to running backs. Now they look like an average defense from top to bottom. Secondary is still good as long as they have all three pieces. They need Hayden, they need Hilton, and they need Steven Nelson. That's an incredible cornerback lineup. You add that to those two terrific safeties they have, and that secondary is still legit. Unfortunately, the Colts have 50 billion weapons that they can attack you with and will attack you with. This game does definitely look like an over, even with these amazing defenses. Exactly. The Steelers really can't control the middle of the field. 
even with all of those pieces in the back end, their linebackers are just so injured and so bad. Dupree, Bush, and then Spillane, who I thought Spillane was playing great for them, filling in for Bush, now out for the year. Steelers are just struggling to adjust. Two, it's been, and now the lineup. Hayward and Watts still look like beasts up front, but that's not enough to have just two really good guys up front to really have this defense excel. Instead, it's been, you know, above average. They gave up 23 points to the football team of Washington. This is not an elite defense at the moment, which is why I really like this over against the Colts who have the running game, have the play action, can go deep, can go intermediate, have receiving back. They just have it all. I love this Colts roster. Absolutely. Now, if we look at the Steelers as a home dog, they are 15-4-2 and uh, recently as a home dog against the spread, which definitely shows they are going to want to come out feisty in this game, especially after back-to-back losses. Back-to-back-to-back losses, I mean, for the Steelers. Indianapolis has beaten the spread only once in their last five trips to Pittsburgh as well. So they do definitely play them tough in Pittsburgh. That makes sense to me. The Colts have not played well away until recently, until this year. Five and two away against the Steelers. Been really good at home. It's a shame there's no crowd in this because the atmosphere would absolutely be electric. There's a few player props that I'm going to like in this one. I've been all over a lot of the Colts players lately, so it should be an interesting matchup. Any player props that you like? Yeah, absolutely. So I really like Juju Smith-Schuster for a 35-second TikTok video. <laughs> does he dance on his own logo as well? You know, he just does. To even it, oh, he does, right. So yeah. it's not just the away teams? No, no, no. It's all about him. It's not even – it's just about him being on top of the logo because he's more important than any team. You know, he's the man. Right. Yeah, he had a shocker last week. So I read a story about a fantasy football player in the semifinals who was up by .46 points in his final, and he had Smith-Schuster and Eric Ebron going into the game, and he was up. Ebron out in the first quarter, Schuster minus .5, lost the semi by .04. That is painful, being up. Two players to play, and you lose. I got extremely lucky in one of my fantasy football semis. I was down by 22, and my opponent had no players left. I had James Connor and Chase Claypool to play. Last second, I checked my team. I drop Connor from the team and pick up Benny Snell into my running back position. He goes for 80-plus yards, 30 through the air, and scores a touchdown. And I ended up winning by about five or six points. I was absolutely stoked. I have four fantasy football leagues this season. I'm in the finals of three of them. 
the other one, I believe I'm playing you, Seppo, in the battle for last and second to last. That was not a good that, team. That makes sense, as I've done what I usually do and just draft the team and ignore it and do absolutely nothing. So Yeah, please uh, don't change looking. Christian McCaffrey out of your team for this week. Oh, is is that why I'm bad? <laughs> He's playing all year. Yeah, I, I just didn't have time this year to actually play. Uh, looking forward to getting into some money leagues next year for sure. Uh, for this game, for the props, uh, I'm staying away from Philip Rivers uh, completely, even though I do like him. T.Y. Hilton probably staying away from. I'm more going to lean on Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines, and maybe some Pittman and some Pascal. I've been hard on Pascal lately, and I'm probably going to continue that. Yeah, just be careful of Pascal. Mike Hilton is a shut-down slot receiver, so just be a wee bit wary on him. I rate Hilton right now as my number one slot uh, cornerback in the league. So just definitely be careful of anyone coming out of the slot. I agree. I am all for Jonathan Taylor on this. 55 and a half rushing yards. That's too low for Taylor. I'm all over Taylor. I also love Chase Claypool in this one. He gets a really good matchup. And I think Claypool, to get into that end zone, he had two end zone passes last week, and he couldn't hang on to either of them. I think this week he hangs on to at least one and scores a touchdown as well. We were talking about Claypool in the game last week, saying he was the best receiver to target because he had the lower number. When the numbers do get released, check that again. I expect Claypool to have the lower number once again. He's getting the targets. He's been 8, 9, 4, 6, 8 on his targets lately. As you said before, he's not really getting them, part of which is because of the lack of play action. Linebackers aren't really biting too much, so they're trying to get the ball to him. It's just not working out. But with Connor coming back, Although I don't hate Snell, Connor's definitely better. So I can see that Steelers' entire offense picking up, which would give him a little more of a chance there. As we say every week, stay away from the Colts' tight ends because you don't know who's actually going to do what this week. Unfortunately, we do like all of them. And I'm just going to double down again, Naheem Hines. Probably more Hines. As you said, Mike Hilton's really good, and the Steelers' linebackers are terrible than actually getting the ball to Pascal for the short passes. 